The pages of a book are filled with great adventures, stories of everlasting love, heartbreak, and the classic whodunit. Explore them all with your host, Laura Young. Welcome to Read Astray. Hello, I'm Laura, middle school reading teacher and avid reader in general. In this episode, I'm reviewing When She Woke by Hilary Jordan. The author, Hilary Jordan, also wrote Mudbound, which was a Netflix movie. I enjoyed both the book and the movie. Mudbound is the story of two Mississippi families, one black, one white, who confront the brutal realities of prejudice, farming, and friendship in a divided World War II era. When She Woke has also just been adapted for film. Jordan works as a full-time author and lives in Brooklyn. This is dystopian fiction with nods to The Handmaid's Tale, which, if you followed my podcast series, you know is one of my all-time favorites. It also borrows generously from Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter. When She Woke tells the story of a future United States in which crimes are punished by chroming, which is genetically altering skin color. There are different colors for different degrees of crime. For example, yellow is for minor misdemeanors, blue is for child molesters, Red is for murderers. Criminals serve only a small amount of time incarcerated. The first 30 days is spent in the chrome ward, a bare white room where there is no privacy and cameras record every moment for a reality TV show. After that, they are released and must navigate life with their crime and color on display. Criminals are not protected from harm or by law. They are treated harshly and have little resource. The United States has become an ultra-religious society. The religious right is basically taken over. A super STD, sexually transmitted disease, has rendered most women sterile, and Roe v. Wade has been appealed. Abortion is now illegal, and women are expected to stay in the home in order to most effectively benefit their husbands. This aspect is all very similar to The Handmaid's Tale. There's a cautionary message that a world in which religion is the law can be just as dysfunctional as a world in which religion is outlawed. When the novel opens, the main character, Hannah Payne, wakes to the reality that she has been transformed to become a chrome, her skin mutated red to represent her crime of abortion or murder. She must live her days on camera inside of the chrome ward where her every move is broadcast for entertainment. Female chromes, being rarer, tend to be more popular viewing material. Because of her crime, Hannah is subjected to increased humiliation and psychological torture. Hannah has refused to divulge the name of her lover or her abortionist, so she received the maximum sentence, 16 years with her skin dyed red. Despite this futuristic dystopian setting, When She Woke is actually also a retelling of The Scarlet Letter. Instead of a big red A, Hannah Payne, or Hester Prynne, is tinted red for having had an abortion after she is impregnated by her famous and married boyfriend, the pastor Aidan Dale, or Reverend Arthur Dimsdale. Hannah's life to this point has been incredibly sheltered. She was schooled in her faith and little else. 
Her one skill was sewing, and in secret she made elaborate dresses for herself as a creative outlet. It is not until she becomes enamored with the charismatic Reverend Aidan Dale, her pastor at the Plano Church of the Ignited Word, that her decisions really start to cross the lines of societal acceptance. You're listening to Red Astray. I'm Laura, your book review host from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. Teeth whitening is a great way to offset the effects of certain foods and beverages in order to maintain a beautiful and healthy smile. Henson Oakley on West Jackson Street in Cookville offers Zoom teeth whitening. For a wider, brighter smile, visit Henson Oakley Family Dentistry. Again, I'm reviewing When She Woke by Hillary Jordan. Once Hannah serves her 30 days at the Chrome Ward and is released, only her father will speak to her. Her mother has all but disowned her, and her older sister Becca married a man with strong judgments and violent tendencies who keeps Becca completely under his thumb and away from Hannah. Hannah is left with nowhere to go and no one to help her. However, Reverend Dale is now the Secretary of Faith for the President and something of a celebrity. While he is keeping his distance from Hannah, it is with his help that she's able to secure a spot at a halfway house for Chrome women called the Straight Path Center. It is run by the reverend of another strict religious group, although it quickly becomes clear that it is his wife, Mrs. Henley, who calls the shots, and she can be cruel and controlling, which is odd considering the current status of male and female roles. This facility is aimed at curing women chromes, bringing them back to the light of Jesus and putting them on the straight and narrow path. Hannah and the others at the Straight Path Center are subject to brainwashing, humiliation, and manipulation. The women are forced to create a doll to represent the child whose life they terminated and carry this doll with them at all times as a cruel reminder of their choice and its consequences. They are forced to have sessions with Mrs. Henley in which she has them recant every tiny, minute detail of their crime and all of the events leading up to it. And there are other forms of public humiliation intended as part of their cure. The only bright spot is in this is where she befriends Kayla, and this relationship continues beyond the center. Once Hannah is forced to leave the facility, she finds Kayla, and they try woefully to establish some sort of existence. Eventually, they're both picked up by a group of people associated with a sort of underground program put in place by those who oppose the new government. And after that, it is one unbelievable situation after another. While I love a good dystopian novel, this one just did not wow me. It wasn't that it was pulled heavily from the plots of other books. It was just that this plot didn't work. It was almost as if it was two separate books. The first two-thirds of the book were fairly well-developed and interesting. The concept of chroming was unique and the future United States was believable. However, the last third of the book was a bit of a mess. The scenes were rushed and the ending almost came out of nowhere. Additionally, I couldn't connect with the characters. Hannah is awful. She's selfish, using, judgmental, and blindly passive. Nearly every person she comes in contact with, she finds some way to soak everything out of. Her father, Kayla, Simone, even Aiden. 
Others, she just whittles down to their worst quality and completely ignores all their other aspects. She makes sure to cast judgment on everyone, pointing out how pretty they aren't or how desperate they are. Also, she could have used this whole experience to grow up, become a better person, determine what's really important, be active. Instead, she just waffles back and forth among ridiculous encounters and inconsistent beliefs. The rest of the cast is lacking and one-dimensional. Much like characters in fairy tales, the women are incredibly evil or weak. The men are mostly passive and inept and completely vile. I think this book had a lot of promise. It just doesn't follow through. That said, I'm not giving up on Jordan as an author. She has written one book and two-thirds of another that I enjoyed. Well, thanks for tuning in today. I'm always open for book recommendations or ideas, as well as format suggestions. You can access me through social media. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tune in again next time for another book review. Until then, happy reading. You've been listening to Red Astray. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.